You're listening to MLB.com Extras, brought to you by MLB.tv. It's baseball everywhere. The San Diego Padres just had a very interesting trip um, to Toronto, a place that, believe it or not, they have never played before until just recently. So um, let's start off talking about that with A.J. Casville and Allison Footer. A.J., um, that is, like, really random because in, we are in the 20th season of interleague play, and it took, I will say it took about 15 years for a lot of teams to finally play each other, but this is stretching it. Um, why did that happen? I mean, the, the Blue Jays have been in San Diego a few times, right? Yes, they've been there, I want to say, uh, three times. But it's just one of those flukes that, uh, I don't know, it kind of came, it, it kind of makes sense because it's probably the two farthest teams apart from each other in, in the majors. But it's just one of those flukes that that's the way the scheduling quirk worked out. It was the last series that hadn't taken place in, in the majors with San Diego at Toronto. And you know what? It was a good time there. It was, a, it was an interesting series, to say the least. Yeah. So what did the, did the players enjoy playing there? I mean, was there any kind of excitement? I mean, a lot of these guys have only been in the big leagues for a couple of years anyway, so they don't understand. Like, I mean, they wouldn't have any perspective on, on the history of it. But was it kind of like a, you know, a, a little bit of a like interesting thing for them to be playing there. Uh, I, I don't know about that. I think they were more excited to visit the new city. I know everyone's always excited when they get to visit the new city, uh, and for the most part, they liked it. But uh, in terms of the history of it, like you said, most of them have only been playing for four or five years. So to them, there's probably like nine or ten different ballparks they haven't been to yet. Yeah, that's a good point. Um, okay, so let's get to the actual baseball stuff. This is crazy. So they have a home run streak going. Um, they have tied the National League record with the uh, consecutive games of hitting a home run. This is not the team that I was expecting to <laughs> be threatening this record. Uh, let's just lay it out on the line there, but which makes it even more cool. So tell us about – what can you tell us about this streak? Well, I mean, I, I was in the same boat, too. I remember we were talking in May, and I said, this is going line, so the offense isn't this bad, but I don't know how good it can be. Well, I didn't expect <laughs> this. This is, this is like – this, for this team to be doing this, it's 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 a total shock to me. Um, I mean, for any team to hit home runs in 25 straight games, I will say the one thing that I think makes the streak doable for the Padres is that it's it's they're getting the power from pretty much everyone in their in their lineup. They've had 10 different guys hit home runs on the streak, and I want to say every single one of them hit at least two. Um, and so it's it's it comes from all over. So it's not like you're just pitching all around Will Myers and Matt Kemp, and then no one else hits homers. So that that to me maybe. I don't know. I haven't analyzed the other home run streaks, but maybe that's what makes uh, what makes it doable for San Diego. Uh, they've gotten power from guys like Ryan Schimpf and Alex Dickerson. Uh, the other day it was uh, Brett Wallace and Adam Rosales helped extend the streak. So yeah, it, it just comes from everywhere. Uh, it's been really fun to watch. Uh, it, it's funny. In April and May, the pitching staff was was solid, and they were just getting no offense, and we were wondering whether that offense would ever come. And sure enough, as soon as the offense comes. They, they, of course, have traded away James Shields and Drew Pomerantz, but uh, now it's now it's the pitching that they're lacking. So uh, I will say the fans, the Padres' offense has been kind of uh, it, they've been they've struggled for parts of the last five seasons. So I know the fans are really enjoying the, the offensive outbursts they've seen over the last month. Yeah, I was just watching highlights, and I think it was Rosales who just walloped on a pitch. I was like, what? <laughs> yeah, that, uh, we almost caught Brett Wallace that on the base pass. What did about Rosales' home run? Did you um, can you do you recall what that which game that was? 
Rosales, I mean, he's had two home runs during the thing, during the streak. Uh, he had one on, I think it was Tuesday, where he practically, he, he was rounding third base and he was almost on Brett Wallace's heels. Uh, oh. I think, I think around one of these, one of these days he's going to catch, he's going to catch someone with his home run trots that are like 16 seconds. Uh, but yeah, I mean, that's kind of the thing. They're getting, they're getting power from everyone. And Rosales has some, he's, he's, he's like a sleeper power threat. He doesn't play very often, obviously. Um, but when he faces a lefty or maybe kind of more of a soft-talking righty, he can kind of turn on a pitch. So, uh, like I said, they'd be getting the power from everyone, and that's been the biggest reason. Does he have an unusually quick home run trot? I mean, I don't, I don't watch him play. Yeah. So, so he, uh, I want to say he was the second fastest in baseball this year, and it was behind Billy Hamilton. But oh, that's er, er, right. in the Statcast era, but. He told he told me that that when he had that trot that it wasn't even close to his fastest. He said, "Go back and look up my 2009 trot for my first home run." So I did that. It was against Adam Wainwright, and I unofficially clocked it in as a full second faster than uh, Billy Hamilton's trot. So he 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 pretty much he sprints down to first base on walks. He's that kind of player, um, and he, he full sprints on home runs. He kind of lets up halfway down the third baseline. I'd be interested to see if he. If he didn't stop, he kind of he kind of turns it into a jog when he's like seven eighths of the way around the bases. If he were to go full speed the whole way, I'm sure he'd he'd set whatever stat cast record there is. That is awesome. Um, yeah. yeah, you don't you don't expect to hear that like Billy Hamilton and then Adam Rosales, but um, hey, it works for him. So okay, so you said that they're lacking a lot of pitching because they've gotten rid of some pitchers, and now they might be getting rid of another one. So Andrew Kashner has started to become a guy that I hear his name like 18 times a day. Um, what do you think that – can we handicap this? What do you think the chances are? I hate it when people ask me this. What are the odds yeah. as if I'm Vegas? But do you think he's going to get traded? Uh, I, I have a hard time seeing why he wouldn't. Now, it kind of comes down to the way he's pitched and the way he's kind of re, found himself again since his, he had two injuries in May and June. Um, he's pitched well enough to the point where if – if he stays with the Padres uh, and they offer him a qualifying offer, he's probably going to turn that down because he can get better money in the free agent market. Now, given that, what they said what the Padres are looking for is a deal that's better than what they would get from a qualifying offer. And he's been really, really good in his last three starts. His slider is back up to like 88 miles an hour, he's, and that's kind of, I think, key to making him the power pitcher that he was in 2013-14. Um, so I, it, I, I think the Padres are... Given the market for pitching right now, which is not incredibly good, uh, he, he, I would have to assume that some team would give the Padres better than what they would receive for a qualifying pick toward the end of the first round. Yeah, they're definitely in the um, – they have control of the situation. And uh, that's the beauty part, right? So they can uh, drive up the price a little bit if they feel the need to. But um, I don't know. It's just very interesting. So, um, okay, so I guess we'll just keep our eye on that. Thank you very much, AJ, and we will uh, catch up with you next week. MLB.tv Premium, the number one live streaming sports service, is celebrating 13 years. Watch every out-of-market regular season game live or on demand in true HD. Real-time highlights, live look-ins, pitch tracking widget, and more. MLB.tv Premium includes a free At-Bat 15 subscription. Watch live baseball on over 400 mobile and connected devices. Watch at home, in the office, or on the go. Every night, on every device. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Visit MLB.tv for details.